Welcome back to the Jesse Golden Podcast. We are talking about all things periodization. It's a difficult one to say quickly. Periodization of nutrition and training, what I call in my course, SLA, Sustainably Lean Academy, phasic nutrition. I think that encapsulates it um, in a much more easily digestible way than the term periodization, but you may hear that elsewhere in the industry. However, for the purposes of this podcast and what I teach inside of SLA, we're going to call it phasic nutrition. So this also applies to phasic training. It's essentially, as the name implies, you are using different phases with each of those in order to achieve the results that you want. So in this episode, I'm going to be breaking down for you when you should be using it, when it doesn't really matter, and what that looks like in practice if you should be using it or if that applies to you. Now quickly before we dive into that, I do want to let you know that if you are interested in getting started on your journey to getting leaner in a sustainable way while really keeping your relationship with food top of mind, start with my free training, Three Steps to Getting Sustainably Leaner and Why You Haven't Been Able to Keep Your Results until now. That will give you a great place to start. I also will give you the lowdown on SLA at the end if that's something that you decide you'd like to invest in and you want to go live and you want to stay to the end because there is a very special offer at the end of that free training that is linked below. So without further ado, let us go ahead and dive in. So those who are beginners to really dialed in nutrition, meaning you don't have your sustainable, lifelong, healthy habits in place, that is where you need to start. There's no point, and I will shout this from the rooftops forever. There's no point in getting advanced, which is what everyone wants to do is they get obsessed. And I absolutely used to be this person. I would obsess over nutrition articles and the latest and greatest with fad diets and what this person influencer was eating. I mean, influencers didn't exist then, but blogger or this person on YouTube or this celebrity when I was completely neglecting the fact that, hey, I have to figure out how to eat forever. I need to figure out a way that is going to promote my physical and mental health and well-being and be able to do it in a way that I enjoy and that I can sustain pretty much forever with minor tweaks along the way. So that should first and foremost be your focus. The rest of this is not going to apply to you until you have that down. Now, the same thing when it comes to training is you will see results if you're a beginner to proper, I want to emphasize that proper resistance training, meaning you have been following a progressive overload resistance training program. That is where you should start. Getting into phasic training, there is a time and a place for that even as you start your journey. But for most people, you can just go in the gym, push yourself hard, follow a progressive training program. Usually you can follow the same program for six months to a year and see tremendous results. And this loops in with the fundamental lifestyle habits is eating enough protein. If you're doing those things, most women are going to see incredible results without having to get fancy. And there is a certain element of allure with the advanced stuff because it's just a matter of human nature. We don't want to do the thing that seems boring and arduous. If you say, 
hey, you're going to have to do this thing. You're going to have to eat vegetables, eat protein, get to sleep on time and manage your stress forever and make sure that you're hitting weights in the gym. You're like, shit, I have to do that every day forever. And of course, not every single day with certain elements of those. But yeah, we are going to have to be consistent in taking care of ourselves forever. So manage that part of your brain, that little primal monkey part of your brain that says, no, I just want the quick fix. I just want to get fancy because that's going to be my ticket out of having to do the boring stuff every day. Recognize that voice. We all have it. No one is exempt from having that little part of our brains and just say, I get that you just want the quick hits and you want the pleasure and you want the fun thing, but the good things in life are often boring things that we have to do day in and day out. Those give us the good things in life. So that was a bit of a tangent, but I really do want to convince everybody to start there. I wish someone had told me that and I had started there at the beginning of my journey. It would have saved me years and years and years of frustration, worsening my relationship with food and seeing zero, zero results with my physique. So I'm telling you, it's the only way. So just start there and save yourself time. Now, if you're a beginner with both nutrition and training, like I just mentioned, you're going to see results with, hey, I'm just going to, for the first time in my life, follow a progressive overload resistance training program. Doing that and focusing on healthy habits, you will be astonished what you will accomplish with that. So if you just have one or the other, let's say you've been hitting progressive overload resistance training for a while, but your nutrition is not dialed in in terms of you haven't been focusing on habits great start there. If the inverse is true, where you have really great eating habits, but you have not been training properly, go ahead and jump in with progressive overload resistance training and see how far that gets you without having to manipulate anything else. This is not going to make me money by telling you guys this, that you just need to focus on the basics. And most of you will see all the results that you want to see with your physique. Is that easier said than done? Of course, because there is a lot of mindset work that often goes into that. A lot of unlearning with a lot of the nutrition and diet principles that a lot of people have been told, but it's so much simpler than spinning your wheels, trying to hop from one quote unquote advanced or quick hit thing for the next 10, 20 years. Now, once you have these things down and let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you're not at your physique goal, you just want to keep advancing, you know, what you're seeing in the mirror, what have you, then you can start to employ phasic nutrition principles. I focus on nutrition here because training is something that you're really just going to have to, unless you're doing your own programming, you're going to need to have different programs that you're following. Now, what I mean by that is you, let's say you buy a program from somebody and it's an eight to 12 week program. You can usually repeat that once or twice or maybe even more until you stop seeing results. Either your strength is no longer improving, which is a pretty good indication that you need to stop, or excuse me, a pretty good indication that you've stalled and you need to start a new program. Okay, so that's the only thing I'm really going to touch on when it comes to training is if you are following a program, which you should be, you purchase somebody's program you run it for eight weeks, 12 weeks, and then you do it again. So let's say it ends up being, you know, three, four months to six to eight months, whatever it is, and you eventually end up stalling, which we all will at a certain point, 
that means, okay, it's time for me to switch into another phase of training. Usually there is a deload period in there, meaning that you're cutting back to 50% of your typical volume or weights, allowing your body to resensitize and then back in the game you go. I don't want to get too complicated with that because most of the women who follow me and are listening to this simply need to get started with resistance training, following a progressive overload program, and that is it. We can talk about the more advanced principles of training at another time. We're going to stick to the nutrition component because that will be more relevant to most of you. So before we dive in, I just want to focus on one definition, and that is recomposition. That means that you are building muscle while you're losing fat at the same time. Known as body recomposition, you might hear it called recomping. That's what that means. So the different phases, we have a deficit phase. You have likely heard me and many others talking about calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. Everyone's probably super fucking sick of hearing about that, but it is important to understand. There's a lot more to it though. So a deficit or fat loss period is, as the name implies, a dedicated period focused on fat loss. You, your goal is to lose fat while maintaining as much muscle as possible, if not gaining muscle, which many of you will be able to do because you will still have that window open of maximizing all the different elements that are necessary for muscle gain. And you can carry that on oftentimes for a couple years. In the industry, people say, oh, the only way you can recomp is if you are a newbie for six months. That is not true because A, a lot of people have not been following training programs that truly, truly maximize what their bodies are capable of doing. It's just not the best programming. Or there are other elements of their lifestyle in terms of nutrition, sleep, stress, what have you, that they can tweak in order to continue gaining muscle even while in a deficit. Doesn't mean you have to gain muscle in a deficit. I'm just letting you know that for mindset purposes, Keep in mind, it's still very much possible for you to do so. So deficit, your main priority is fat loss, keeping as much muscle as possible. You want to keep your training volume up, continue to eat higher protein. This ensures that the weight lost is fat. And as I mentioned, you likely still have the ability to recomp, meaning gain muscle while you're losing fat in this period if your deficit is not too extreme. There's a lot of different variables that go into that, but it is definitely possible if you're doing things correctly. Then we have a maintenance phase. We have deficit saying, okay, I'm focusing on fat loss. That is my goal. Then maintenance is after a deficit, you want to come out of those deficit numbers and start eating at maintenance. Now there's a process to this. It is not the typical reverse dieting process that you see on Instagram which annoys the shit out of me, where people are increasing five grams of carbohydrates at a time. That is doing you more harm than good. You want to jump up to what you think your current maintenance is, which will be a little bit downregulated than your optimal because the metabolism has adapted. I've already done podcasts on this about what happens there. But you want to slowly titrate up to your maintenance. And by slowly, I mean one to 200 calories a week. Add back 50% of your deficit. Let's say you were in a 500 calorie deficit. Great. You add back 250 calories immediately. See how your body responds and then increase one to 200 calories up from there a week. 
paying attention to how your body responds. Now, for context, after my deficit period that I went through from October to January of 2022, I went straight up to what my predicted maintenance was. I just started eating um, intuitively, went straight into vacation. I was focused right back to my healthy habits, my balanced baseline, as I call it, my maintenance mode, and my body stayed the exact same. So I think it's it can be a little bit dangerous for this common rhetoric that every time you're in a deficit, you have to reverse diet your way out of it because there are a lot of physical ramifications for staying in a deficit longer than you need to. You want to get back up to maintenance as quickly as possible. And people often are way, way too conservative with that process. So everyone's going to be different. Everyone's metabolism responds differently. But keep in mind, and if you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I break all of this down inside of SLA to give you the step-by-step of how to do this. But know that maintenance is a really important part of the process. This is where most of my clients eventually want to be as they are just working out to maintain their physique, maintain their muscle mass that they've spent some time building. And they are at a place where they've achieved the fat loss that they want. But it might take us a couple phases of going into a deficit, staying at maintenance, maybe even going into a build phase till we get to that point. But ultimately, most people want to end up at maintenance. I don't work with a demographic that just wants to improve their body for the rest of their lives. They want to get to a place where they look good, feel good, great. Let's put it on automation and let's live our lives and call it a day. But before we get to that point, as I mentioned, you come out of deficit, then you go into maintenance. You can still build muscle and strength to a pretty large degree, again, for the demographic that I work with, typically not advanced trainees whatsoever, for a long time. This whole concept of you have to do these massive bulk phases and then go into what is known as a cut or deficit, bulk, cut, bulk, cut all year round, that's not necessary for a lot, a lot of with the women in my demographic. So if that's you and you're thinking, ugh, I have to go through this like six month process of gaining a lot of weight. For many women, you don't have to. However, sometimes that is beneficial for those who are hard gainers or who are more advanced. Or if you're just in a season of life or a period of your life where you know you're going to be eating a little bit more, let's say during the holidays, vacation, during the fall, winter, what have you. If you naturally know you're going to be probably eating a little bit more, might be in a slight surplus, then that doesn't bother you, I would absolutely use that to your advantage by hitting it hard in the gym. Bar none. If building your physique is something that is important to you, use those periods to your advantage. And this is where this stuff gets really fun and why I wanted to talk to you guys about this in general is because recently I shared on Instagram this last week that... I happen to find myself in a deficit phase. It's not something that I thought, oh, during this time period, I'm going to go into a deficit. It was just the way that my life was structured. I had spent a solid five-ish months eating really strong maintenance-level intake at around, I'm guesstimating, 2,300 calories. I wasn't tracking um, aside from a couple days, but my days were pretty consistent. So I estimated around 2,300. That's on the higher end of maintenance for me. Some people can eat up to 2,800. I'm not one of those people. So that's what I was doing for me. And then a couple things in my priorities, my lifestyle changed. I ended up walking more. I loved in Bali. I started getting into my morning and evening walks. 
again. It was a little too warm when I first got there. That made a difference. I was no longer really wanting to be eating my nightly gelato anymore. Um, I realized that was becoming something more that was just habitual than something I really mindfully wanted. So little things like that made a difference. Um, I was sick for a couple weeks there and that didn't make a massive difference in my my appetite because I still needed energy and nutrition, of course, but I'm sure that played a part. These are just things I wasn't really paying attention to, but they naturally led, as I would expect, to me losing some weight. And if you find yourself in that phase, as I do, I think to myself, I might as well roll with it. If all different factors in my life right now are working in my favor of losing fat, why not take advantage of it? Why not just roll with it? Now, if I had goals, let's say, of my primary focus right now was building a shit ton of muscle, then yeah, I would fight against that and say, no, I have to be more deliberate in making sure that I'm not eating. In a deficit, I'm focusing on maintenance or a slight surplus. But, and I even teach this inside of my Food Freedom Evolution course, is seasonal living and seasonal eating that doesn't have to perfectly coincide with actual seasons, you know, fall, winter, spring, and summer. However, Think of just different seasons in your life throughout the year. If you are in a phase where it's going to be really difficult for you to intentionally focus on fat loss, but you know that you're going to be able to get adequate calories and you're going to be able to make it to the gym to train, great. Then just say, fuck it. I'm going to use this as a time to really focus on building muscle. You may as well, if that's what all the other lifestyle factors and your priorities are dictating for you to do. Now, you might notice after that, maybe in the summer, your appetite lessens, you find yourself wanting to not hit the gym quite as hard, you want to go kind of into maintenance mode, then maybe sliding into a bit of a fat loss phase would be a good idea for you. I often think January and February is a great time for a lot of people to get into a fat loss phase because holidays are over. Most people are really wanting to start feeling better if they've been eating more or indulging more over the holidays. There's not really that much socially going on usually in January, February. So it's a good time to just say, okay, why not? Why not just use this time to focus on fat loss? I've just come off a time of where I've been eating in maintenance or potentially a surplus. So my body is primed for me to have an effective deficit. Why not roll with that? Now training, we want to keep training consistent at least across the board, like I mentioned, just so you're not losing muscle. But if you were eating more, hell yeah, focus on maximizing that training. And I get excited with that because my mission, as I've mentioned, is I want you guys to get results with the least amount of focus and obsession as possible. So a great way to do that is to know, okay, how can I just maximize what I'm doing right now? How can I maximize if I want to build muscle and lose fat, which is the vast majority of you based on my polling. If you're eating more, then just hit the gym more. You may not have the ability to do that based on your lifestyle and that's fine. But if you do, then just say, okay, I'm going to maximize this. Similarly, like I mentioned, if other lifestyle factors are making it so you're not really going to be able to be hyper-focused on eating enough all the time, which I know sounds crazy, but for some people, really deliberately focusing on making sure they're eating in a surplus all the time or at maintenance. Maybe that's too cumbersome. So they're like, okay, I'm naturally going to roll with this lower appetite that I have. 
and I'm going to call this a fat loss phase all of a sudden. Wasn't planning on it, but I've been eating at maintenance for a while. Why not just slip into a fat loss phase, maximize everything going on in my life, and then you can pull out and go to maintenance. Now, the important thing here is maintenance. I want to demonstrate and highlight the importance of maintenance phases. So you're more responsive to fat loss, as I mentioned. Let's just assume that someone doesn't want to be going into a surplus or deliberate build phase, which is not necessary for the vast majority of you. The vast majority of you. Okay, so you'll be more responsive to fat loss. As I mentioned, I was eating 2,300 calories at the higher end of my maintenance. Made me super responsive to any adjustments because it was really consistent. My body felt good. It knew it was going to be adequately fueled. I was there for five months, which is a decent chunk of time. Your biofeedback improves in maintenance. If you've ever been in a deficit, let's say you really focused and you got to the end of 12, 16 weeks, your sleep started to suffer, your mental energy wasn't really there, your spontaneous movement wasn't as evident, your digestion may have slowed a little bit. You might notice these little things. They should be subtle. If you're letting them get extreme, you've definitely let your deficit go for too long. But you'll notice that as you increase back up to maintenance, your biofeedback improves, other benefits, it allows your hormones to regulate, especially your hunger hormones. This is a really important one. Your body is for oftentimes going to be fighting against a lower body weight. For some people, definitely more so than others. Typically, your hunger hormones, your appetite hormones will regulate once you remain at a new body weight, new body fat percentage for a certain period of time. For some people, it's just a couple of weeks. For some people, it's a couple months. But the longer you stay at maintenance and still focus on really satiating foods to help you with that appetite regulation, then it will level off and your hunger hormones will regulate. Basically, you can think of it as your body's kind of mourning that fat that it lost and it's adjusting and realizing, okay, there's still enough food coming in consistently here. I'm still able to function properly and things will level off. You can build more muscle during maintenance phases. Can you build muscle in a deficit when all factors are really dialed in and you're not a super advanced trainee? Yes. This is something that I really learned from my coach and teacher, Menno Henselmans. I'm in his PT or personal trainer certification course right now, and he's worked with tons and tons of advanced trainees, um, a lot of males, and they still are able to build a remarkable amount of muscle while in a deficit. So it's common industry standard to hear that you can't do it, but that's usually because people aren't doing things properly. So you can build more muscle in a maintenance phase, regulate your eating habits. Let's just face it, it's just easier to eat at maintenance than in a deficit because you have more calories to work with and mental freedom. Another kind of addendum to that last one is it's just easier mentally to accommodate more food. You're not having to say, oh, okay, I want this, but it's not really aligning with my goals. Do we have to do that to some degree? Yes but you'll just have more flexibility in essence. So more food freedom, flexibility, regulating your eating habits allows you to build more muscle, allows your hormones to regulate, especially your appetite hormones. 
biofeedback improves and it allows you to be more responsive to fat loss in your next phase. And many of you are going to need more than one fat loss phase to achieve your goals. This Again, I want to kind of tie this back to the beginning just to reiterate this. This applies to those who already have solid lifestyle habits in place. If you don't have those down, then you're just going to continue that forever. See where your weight and your physique levels off with that and proper training. You may never need to do any of this shit. That would be beautiful. You just get to eat healthfully, treat yourself well, get in the gym, follow a progressive overload training program, and you're good as gold. That would be the ideal. Some of you, like myself, have to finagle things a little bit more. No problem. It is actually so much more simple than you realize if you know what you're doing, you know what is actually helpful versus misinformation and just a bunch of bullshit, quite frankly. So this covers the importance at a very high level, but hopefully gets your wheels turning and understanding why it's important to not be chronically dieting all the time, not constantly be trying to be in a fat loss phase because you're really just going to be edging at the lower end of your maintenance or potentially being in a deficit without any seeing any real progress, you can spin your wheels there for months or years on end and not see any real progress. It's a really frustrating, annoying place to be. If you already have your habits down, be deliberate with where you are. Either you're in a deficit or you're in maintenance. Choose one. And if your lifestyle is choosing for you, then roll with it. I really hope this is helpful. Let me know over on Instagram. Drop into my messages, my DMs. Let me know if you had any light bulb moments, if you anything was more confusing for you. And as I mentioned before, go ahead and check out the free training, Three Steps to Getting Leaner and How to Keep the Results for Good. It's a really great place for you to get started for free. Thank you guys so much for being here. I will see you next week. <laughs>